You're listening to Once, episode 44. Welcome back to another episode of Once Podcast, the podcast about ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Dan Flynn. And I'm Jenny. And we're missing again Jeremy with us this week, but it's okay. He's okay. Everything's okay. He was just busy tonight. Couldn't be with us. And in fact, just to let everyone know, in case this happens, Dan is on call. So <laughs> at some he point... He jumps up like there's a fire under him. <laughs> yeah. At some point, he it's may okay. have to suddenly leave the podcast, but it's everything's okay, and actually, it would be good because he's a backup babysitter uh, for someone that might be having a baby tonight. So Wee-hoo. it would be a good thing. Well, I mean, we would miss him, but it would be for a good reason that you. I'll be listen leaving. to you guys on the way there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Check us out over on the web at oncepodcast.com and our forums over there, and you can subscribe to the iTunes. Thank you so much, everyone who has been rating and reviewing us in iTunes, and I really appreciate that. We've gotten a bunch of new reviews over there, and those mean a lot to us, and it helps us stand out a little bit more in iTunes so that other people can find us as well. And I want to thank a couple of these people who have reviewed us by name uh, just to uh, because they've done such a kind thing in reviewing us 41 rapunzel uh sl lynch 21 christmas is the best smile <laughs> awesome tastic person lanny 234 willie t and god angels 777 jedd anderson and i love how you're adding others. voices to some of these <laughs> well, names I'm trying to pronounce them as they're spelled so if you'd like to leave a rating or review or subscribe in itunes if you're not already Go to onespodcast.com slash iTunes. And one, uh, two people I really want to thank, especially for this. Oh, is thank you. You're gonna, me? Oh, you're going to thank both of us? Oh, I appreciate your being we here. We came out and... <laughs> and did your job. And <laughs> um, We're so grateful to Rava and Doxon, who have both sponsored this episode of One's Podcast. Raven, Rava and Doxon. Thank you so much for your contributions to Once Podcast. It helps keep Once Podcast running and our servers running and helps pay the bills that we have now that uh, we get so many so much activity on the website. So we really appreciate that. If anyone else would like to sponsor an episode, go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. Thanks, guys. So let's get into this. Talking about more about Once Upon a Time. We've got some cool spoilers to share with you at the end of the podcast. So don't worry, we're not going to spoil anything before the podcast is over. So we'll save that for the very end and give you a warning for that. There's some minor spoilers, but some cool stuff anyway. But we got some awesome messages from you, our listeners, and some things that we want to share and talk about. And Jenny, would you go ahead and read that first one uh, from Sarah? Sure. Everyone, we've been speculating that all along the well has been bringing back magic, but Gold actually tells Belle that the waters that run below are said to bring back that which one has lost. Not only magic. Gold lost his magic, which is what the well will give him, but that isn't true for the non-magical people like Snow, Charming, Emma, Henry, etc. 
Also, what did the love potion do to the well? If love breaks all curses, gold would have indeed... Gold would have needed it to break the no magic curse in storybook. Brooke. But could it also break the curse of death, essentially bringing back the lost love, a.k.a. Stable Boy Daniel? Just a theory. Love your podcast, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah, for sending that in. Sorry, did a bad job of reading that. I, I don't know. Um, could the well bring back more than just magic? Well, there's a lot of things that people lost. I mean, yeah. there's Henry's father. Um, I mean, I didn't think of Daniel when the stable boy. I was thinking <laughs> the one that we shall not name. <laughs> um, um, let's see. He wears tight pants. I don't think of him that way. He but used to he's got be curly in hair. Law enforcement, and he has a great dental program. Yeah, great. Dental. <laughs> so I was thinking he would be coming back. <laughs> you if, said it. If there was someone that was, you know, if if death wasn't an obstacle, but then they just redo a lot of stuff. So I really think dead is, you know, dead is dead, and they're going to continue on. Um, I do think they're going to bring back several people in the past and do even more in depth background I, stories. I think it only can bring things back, like they said, like objects, not people. Or or powers, or possessions, basically. Possessions. Yeah. Yeah, because magic was his possession, and the book, the book never really belonged to Emma. I don't what, know how we, she got it. Um, The book? Yeah, the book. Henry's book? Yeah, I think that was the well. Um, well, that, that was August too. You remember? think it was? Yeah. August had the book and I he, he planted it for Emma in that really episode, know. but he set it up so that she would try to believe that, wow, this really did bring back the book. No, oh, but initially too, sense. like before that, when Henry had it, um, where did Henry get it from? Um, Mary Margaret gave That's Henry right. the book. We don't know why Mary Margaret had it, where she had it. To the story behind that. There, Yeah, there's got to be a story behind that. Why does she have it? How, because Mary Margaret being Snow White is a key character. So why did Snow White have this book? How did she get it? Who wrote it? There's a lot about the book. But uh, I think that Sarah also brings up this great idea of what about the non-magical people? What are the things that they lost besides someone's life uh, that they lost? Are they going to get it back? You mean like the ability to become a cricket again? <laughs> or what about personalities? Because we we haven't really seen personalities change between the curse being broken. We saw, I think the the most personality we saw change was James and uh, or well, Prince Charming, David, and Mary Margaret getting back together and realizing who they were in St. Snow. And it seemed kind of like David was stronger, so he was going back to his James personality, and Mary Margaret was also stronger going back to her Snow White personality. But does that mean everybody like gets back their lost personalities? So you're sort of describing just personalities as memories. Yeah. I mean, Dr. Wales seemed to have his return... But we don't know what his personality was before, so we have no comparison. Wait a minute. You're saying this happened after, afterwards, after the well thing with the love potion? Um, as, no, not from the well, but from the curse being, you, you know, you do point out how I'm kind of mixing those together, though. James, B, 
became he James didn't get again. his personality back. He he just remembered who he was after Emma broke yeah, the that's, spell. That's the thing. We don't really know whether they've gotten personalities back, but maybe I think they have. I think they've remembered who they are because the curse is broken now. So it it could be like we see Prince Charming in Storybrooke and Snow White in Snow Storybrooke, or maybe not. I think they're just going to become the same characters that were before. I don't think we're going to have this different, you know, like this different personality than what we saw in Fairy Tale Land. Their memories have come back, and their memories is, are going to restore their personalities. Do you remember when Gold said, "Wake up, people will start waking up"? Yeah, I think so, he was referring to them remembering themselves. Yeah, it's going to happen. Whether it's going to happen initially in the very beginning of episode one, we don't know. Well, I think it already happened. Yeah, I think so, pretty much. When Emma when Emma kissed Henry on the forehead, mm-hmm. people that curse knew who broke, they were. And they remembered who they were, and everybody remembered. And that's why that line was so funny that the blue fairy said, I think you're going to want to find a place to hide because everybody remembered who everybody else was. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see, but I really don't think dead people are going to come back. That yeah. I, I hope they don't do it. I don't think they will do if it. If they can do it once, they can do it again. Dead is dead. Yeah. yeah. They already brought in time travel. The last thing we need to do is <laughs> raise the dead, and then we pretty much can reset the story at any point. Uh, and yet, I still hold that it's not time travel. <laughs> it's world jumping. We also got an email in from uh, Becky. said, Hello, guys. Let me start off by saying I just simply love you guys and your podcast. Really appreciate how fun and clean it is. I've been listening to past once podcasts and I've come up with a few theories of my own, which by the way, I also heard that uh, Jed or 17 Jed A as he goes by in the chat room has also been listening to past episodes and he's been taking some notes on theories we got right and theories we got wrong Ooh, i want to know <laughs> yeah that would be awesome if we could have a spreadsheet of like so-and-so predicted this this and this they were right they were wrong they were way wrong <laughs> <laughs> but anyway becky continues my first comment rather than theory is about the story of the miller's daughter with rumpelstiltskin i have heard many theories about future episodes showing regina's mother cora playing the part of the Miller's daughter and how that story will play out somehow. But didn't they use that story? In the episode with Cinderella, we see a poor girl make a deal with Rumpelstiltskin. The girl marries the prince because of the deal, and the the price was her child, and she didn't know it till payday. Some part of me thinks they will not use the same storyline for two separate characters. I'll pause right there on her email. That's a great point because it does feel like they've already done that. My price is your firstborn kind of thing. I think that was just basically setting. Okay, this is actually you know the Rumpelstiltskin that you know. the the um, The people in these stories are going to be like the uh, the fairy tales, and then also showing how we can actually intertwine two stories. That I mean, what she's getting at, these two stories that we're familiar with, intertwine them, and it's not just going to be like they're all separate, but they all actually have this link in common. But we did hear Cora say something about being the the daughter of a miller. It was Daniel the... said it to Regina. Okay. He said she was the a miller's daughter. Right. So we know that Cinderella wasn't actually the miller's daughter, 
Um, and I just think Rumpelstiltskin, we don't know why he wanted the Firstborn still, but... Maybe that'll be explained in yeah. season two. Here, I think they're going to be separate. Here's a crazy idea, is maybe he's been on this Firstborn kind of kick for a little while because he has wanted to get someone's true love juice from them so he could finish making the dark curse. Ew, that makes it sound like he's going <laughs> to juice the person and use that for the love potion. So maybe his idea was someone's firstborn, take a firstborn away from someone and then... And juice like, them! Their, <laughs> their tears or their you know, something like that. Well, he can see the future. He might have just done it just so that Emma would, you know, try to actually protect the town stay in storybrooke and ultimately defeat the curse so i mean that could have been the reason yeah there could have been that too i think i think they'll be separate though yeah all regina or all that cora regina's mother had said was she referred to the deals i made to ensure that they had a good life we don't know what those deals were they were something very costly to her in some way but we don't know quite what they are. Uh, so that's that's a really good point, though. And I'd like to see them not just simply repeat that as well. Because that would kind of seem like, well, you guys already did this. Or maybe it's building a case of Rumpelstiltskin's character that he's been after someone's firstborn for a while. Becky continues. The second theory I have is about Magic's presence having effect on Emma. There has been talk about her superpower may have more significance or powerful, uh, may have more power with magic and may give her the ability to read people's minds and whatnot. But there is a different point I want to make. We see how Regina does not really have a lot of magic in Storybrooke. In fact, she says the only things that gives her magic are trinkets she brought from fairy tale world. And even with that little magic, she could only grab a small object from Jefferson's hat. Emma, however, was able to create a hat that could transport an entire man without any assistance. Could she now be even more powerful than Regina? Also, the fact that she was able to weaken the curse shows her power. Rumpel said that this curse was the one to beat all curses, essentially the most powerful of them all because it was fueled by true love and Emma was powerful enough to weaken and even break it. I think in season two, we will see how Emma learns to live with and control this new power of hers. Just a few of my thoughts. Hope it makes you guys think a little. Mm. Becky. That's a good point, because remember, Mr. Gold said to Emma, I think you're more powerful than you realize. And Jefferson said to her that she brings magic. And she made that hat, which we think actually worked. And while I was reading this, I just had this random idea of where Jefferson might have gone if the hat actually worked, where he might have gone. I wonder if he just teleported right through another hat that was back in the room. Because he was kicked out of the room where Mary Margaret was being held, which was down the hall from where all the hats were. So maybe he just like popped right back into the hat room and (laughs) stayed quiet. I was trying to get out what you were saying. So you're just saying he pretty much fell down outside the window and then popped back in the house? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Could. Through the hat. Yeah, because it was back in there. If Emma's hat worked. But, uh, so back to this point, though. They would have heard a thud, I think. Yeah, well, (laughs) they had their heads out the windows. I don't know. Yeah, it's a good good point. Um, So, this... I I was actually going to say with this, um, Emma is very powerful, 
I don't think, though, she's more powerful than the curse. Because I think she's pretty much just as powerful as Regina. Her being more powerful than the curse would mean that she was under all equal um, obstacles that everyone else faced about living, losing their magic. But she was not affected with the magic. Um, she didn't really have that much magic because I think she just didn't realize it. So she didn't lose her magic. And then also Rumpel actually poured a little bit of the um, love potion on the corner of the contract or whatever, the curse, just to make a little like extra, what was that? I forget the words he Safety used. Safety valve. Safety valve, yeah. Mm-hmm. And allowing Emma to be able to be unaffected and setting this whole thing up for her to come and defeat it. So she had a lot of help. And she was pretty much set up by someone who has claimed and has been said to know the future. Um, although I think that she is going to have a lot of power and maybe be as powerful as Regina or close to it. Um, I think it's going to take a long time for her to develop all that. And I do think she's not more powerful because of the fact that she was, wasn't under the same circumstances everyone else was. But do you think she has some power? Oh, other, I definitely other think this, she has some power. Like, to telling if someone's lying. Yeah, I think she has some pretty sweet power, too. I just don't know what it is. But, yeah, I think without a doubt she would have power. Yeah, the idea of being able to uh, add power to that and get mind-reading abilities. That's a great idea, Becky, that you suggested. And uh, that could be cool because still Regina has no idea that Emma even has this instinct or power or anything. Um I don't think Regina has any reason to think that Emma is at all magical in any way. It just makes me wonder, why couldn't she detect Sidney Glass's lies? Because the writers have clarified this a little bit, saying that when she gets emotionally involved in this situation, it kind of clouds her judgment. And when you look back, you can see, yeah, the time she couldn't tell someone was lying, she was getting very emotionally involved with something. Mm. And so that's why... uh, she couldn't tell that someone was lying. Now, here's a correction from Sue on something that in the last episode, well, uh, I'll just let her speak for herself. She says, hi, love your podcast. I'm just listening to your latest show. That's episode 43. And wanted to point out that Cinderella's name is Ashley because the original title of the Cinderella story is Ashen Putel. I think I've Probably didn't pronounce that correctly. (laughs) Thank you for your podcasting over the summer. Can't wait for the fall from Sue. Thank you. Yeah, that. I thought it was cool. Similar to Cinderella. Well, and ashes and cinder. And in the Cinderella story, there were a lot of things with ashes, like the evil stepmother uh, scattered things through a bunch of ashes and told Cinderella to go clean it up. And if I remember correctly, Cinderella was even named that because of something to do with ashes uh, mm-hmm. so but that also makes sense that ash and this word there have been quite a few movies themed with cinderella <laughs> so thank you for that correction sue and we also got a, a, a message here from sarah maria and this is a really interesting theory i like this theory sarah says Hello again, Once Podcast. My Sleeping Beauty theory is quite simple. I think she is Snow White's mother. How did Regina meet Maleficent? What if, after marrying King Leopold, he confided in Regina about his uh, deceased wife's, his and his deceased wife's tale? After hearing this, Regina could have thought 
If I find Maleficent, I can get my hands on the same curse that put Snow's mother to sleep and use it on her. I think it'd be cool if their friendship was forged over such an evil notion as shared hatred. I like the idea of the same curse that affected Snow also being one that affected her mother. Interesting. Yeah. Also, if Maleficent truly is dead after her battle with Emma, this could be an excuse to bring her back. If Sleeping Beauty is Snow's deceased mother, then bringing her story to television would require backstory, which would allow Maleficent to remain on the show. Again, if she's truly slain. I hope you guys like my theory. Cheers to you all. Sarah Marie. <laughs> yeah, I liked this theory. I was going through a ton of emails that were received, and they had a lot of good ones. And this one was something I hadn't heard before. Um, I love... Uh, first of all, I do think Maleficent could very well be still alive. Um, <laughs> well, she was a bunch of ash. She was a cloud of ash. Yeah. She's Cinderella. <laughs> I think like I think it was TV.com made fun of it, said, how do you kill a dragon? Step one, throw a sword. Step two, you kill the dragon or something like that. <laughs> it worked um, in the original Disney movie, too. Yeah. Except and for some fairies. I help. like Snow White's mom and Snow White both being affected by the same curse as if, you know, history repeats itself. I like that, too. Hmm. It's it's pretty cool. I like it, and it could make a really neat, uh, really neat plot. And um, yeah, good job, Sarah. I like it. Maybe Emma just killed the dragon part of Maleficent, and Maleficent <laughs> can never turn into a dragon again. Hmm. hmm. I I don't know because then you're saying like split personalities, or there could be something like Maleficent after the dragon was killed, since Emma didn't really see. What happened? Maybe let the dragon went poof, and then there's Maleficent, and Maleficent hit went and hid behind you know, a rock. I would love to be a writer of the show because I could be listening to our podcast and be like, <laughs> "Really, guys? I mean, the sword pierced it; it burst into flames and rained down ash. And what else do you want?" <laughs> Maybe our goal yes. is to say something so ridiculous that Jane Espenson, Eddie Kitsis, or Adam Horowitz will call in and correct us. Please do, because we're always correcting you guys, because we don't know what's going on when like everyone debates whether she's dead or not. Bring it on. We need absolutes. 903-231-2221. <laughs> yeah, but that's a great theory, Sarah. And I, I'd really like to see them do Sleeping Beauty's story, uh, because it'd be cool to see... Yeah, the history of Maleficent in Once Upon a Time. And it, you know, the shock that people had when they saw Graham in the finale and suddenly realized, he's still alive in Fairydale Land. Yeah, a lot of people had to be explained that. Yeah, because that was in the past. But there could be that same kind of gasp effect on the audience if we see Maleficent again in a future (gasps) episode. She's dead in the present. Oh, my God. But we get to still enjoy her (laughs) in the past. (laughs) And uh, one last message here. This is from Oncer. Says, hey, podcast crew. Me and Dream Drop Distance were emailing a few weeks ago. By the way, that's awesome that our community members are emailing each other and sharing theories with each other and collaborating on stuff together. That is totally cool. And we started to discuss season two and more importantly, Rumbell. That's Rumple and Bell together for people who are new. And we both agree with Jenny. Rumple chose 
Or Rumpel, Why would you not agree with me? <laughs> Rumpel does not deserve Belle at all. And we came to the conclusion that Belle should leave Rumpel at the well with his magic and go off and get a dog or marry the piper or something. <laughs> our favorite option, Belle could our favorite option Belle could take is leave Rumpel at the well and adopt a Haitian baby or something. What? <laughs> Not only can we both picture this totally adorable image of Belle walking around Storybrooke with a five-month-old on her hip <laughs> while Rumpel watches sad, lifeless, and loveless in the background, wondering what could have been and cursing himself for releasing the big purple cloud of certain doom, <laughs> but it would make me and Dream Job Distance so very happy. <laughs> Love you guys. You rock. Keep up the good work. And remember, no matter what Regina does, Snow White will have her happy ending. She and Prince Charming will be together. Good will win. Okay, Henry. Love. <laughs> Once, sir. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Very that, cool. Yeah. That would be so funny if, if we see that scene at the well and Belle does just... She's How gone. season one of Once Upon a Time should have ended. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, what would she name the baby? I wonder if that is the should have ended. Um, Chip. Chip. <laughs> That's what what she, was the baby's name? Was she going to drop him? Hey, by the way, speaking of Chip, check out onceuponafan.co.uk. Over there, um, our friend and affiliate over there uh, is hosting a special auction Robert Carlyle uh, donated the chipped cup from Once Upon a Time to the fan podcast site or to the fan site so that they can sell it in auction to raise money for this charity that Robert Carlyle is a big supporter of. Huh. So check that out. We'll have a link over in the show notes That's over neat. at oncepodcast.com slash 44. I wonder how much they got for that cup. I don't think it's sold yet. Really? Yeah. Um, I know what you would name the baby. What? Aaron. <laughs> that's from lost <laughs> spoiler well listeners we would love to hear more of your theories and we do get a lot of emails uh, from a lot of people and i'm sorry that we can't get to all of them or some of them we've really already covered what is said in the email so sometimes it just doesn't work to read them yet but uh, we really do appreciate your emails and voicemails and so much more that you send us so please send us your theories feedback and more to feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221 or you can go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab and record a message right from your computer and send it to us. And you can also comment on the show notes and discuss the topics that we talked about in this episode over at oncepodcast.com slash 44. And when you're at the site, make sure that you check out uh, the forums at oncepodcast.com slash forums and subscribe and leave us ratings and especially written reviews in iTunes over at oncepodcast.com slash iTunes. Now, I'm really excited to announce a couple things to you. One is the season one title is out there and we'll talk about it after the closing music because we consider that a spoiler. But the other thing that we're really excited to do is we're going to be doing a synchronized rewatch. And what I mean by that is I have asked ABC and they have said, no, we are not allowed to live stream an episode of Once Upon a Time. But what we can certainly do is we can have a synchronized rewatch. So if you DVR'd the episodes 
or if you uh, downloaded them from iTunes or Amazon.com, or if you have a Hulu Plus membership, I think those are the only places you can rewatch all of the episodes, uh, then we would love for you to join us for this synchronized rewatch. All we're going to do is we'll watch two episodes every Sunday, starting this Sunday, which is July 15th, starting this Sunday, and going through to the second to last Sunday in September. We'll watch two episodes per Sunday. We'll start it at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time and go until 9 p.m. And we'll try and synchronize it so commercial breaks, depending on where you're watching it from. And that way we can all be pretty much on the same part together. And we'll be in the live chat room over at oncepodcast.com slash live. We won't have any live video or anything like that, but we will be in the chat room. So it can be like reliving the original watching Mm -hmm. of the episodes. But the awesome thing is, now that we've seen the whole season... We'll get all our predictions right. (laughs) (laughs) But we can also say things like, hey, did you notice such and such? That was in the finale episode. Or Mm -hmm. now we know where that came from. Or certain things I'm looking forward to doing are seeing, looking for those signs of Red being the wolf before we learned that she was the wolf. Mm. And uh, I know one of them in particular, uh, but uh, I think there are some others. The little wolf. Hanging on the car. Yes, we noticed that one, though. But we thought that was... I thought that was just like Little Red Riding Hood with the story of the wolves. Exactly. She's not the wolf. Exactly. They disguised it well. And I'm guessing there are probably some other things. So what we would love for you to do is join us for this synchronized rewatch. We will be doing it at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus four. And just uh, if you have the episodes already, then we'll say, okay, press play now, commercial break now, resume now, and that. And we'll have this chat room going so we can chat through this, through the episodes as we do the synchronized rewatch. It'll be interesting. Seven o'clock to nine o'clock Eastern Daylight Time and Pacific Time. I know that's a little bit early, but uh, hopefully this will work out for everyone. That'll be four o'clock to six o'clock. Pacific time. And you can join us in the chat room over at onespodcast.com slash live. And if you don't have the episodes, like I said, there are three ways you can get it. And we'll have these links in the show notes. You can get it from Hulu Plus, uh, which by the way, they have a free trial membership too. But it's it's not very expensive. It's $8 a month. The free trial? <laughs> well, after the free trial. Uh, and we're talking about this will only last for two months. So you could pay $16 to rewatch all of the episodes from Hulu Plus. There's also, you can purchase the episodes permanently from Amazon.com and iTunes. And we'll have links in the show notes. Or to get more information, I'll put up a page specifically about this over at oncepodcast.com slash rewatch. Oncepodcast.com slash rewatch. And you'll be able to uh, get more information there. I don't have that page up yet. So if you go there and nothing's there, just check back again later and I'll have more information on that. And this will be uh, really fun for us to do. So however you have access to the episodes, this will be a great rewatch. We'll have a lot of fun doing it. There won't be any podcasting going on related to that rewatch. I mean, like the Sunday nights, but we'll be in the chat room hanging out with everyone and chatting. And it's, it's really a blast, especially that we know how it ends or how season one ends. So check out the show notes for these links and more over at oncepodcast.com slash 
44. And we'd love for you to also follow us on twitter.com slash once podcast. And as we tweet about things and link to our Tumblr and retweet other things and more, join our forums also at oncepodcast.com slash forums. We'd also love for you to check us out when we record this podcast live every other week on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, GMT minus four. That's our new summer schedule. So our next episode will be on July 25th, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And you can join us over at oncepodcast.com slash live. We've got a bunch of people in the chat room with us. Alias Scape, Dream Drop Distance, Chris Touchbow, Tiny Mallet, Once Fan, Dachshund, 17 Jet A, Sack, USMC 27, Nat, The Writer, Mary, and so many more in there. Elizabeth, Tay, and a bunch of anonymouses in there. So thank you, everyone, for joining us live. And we hope that you'll join us live again for our next show, which will be on July 25th, at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And you can follow each of us on Twitter. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and you can follow me on twitter.com slash Noodle. I'm Dan Flynn. You can follow me at twitter.com slash Design. And I'm Jenny, and you can follow me at twitter.com slash Nook. And you can also follow Jeremy Laughlin at twitter.com slash Fleegon. So until we hear from you next time, we hope you have a happy ever after. Thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts like this one over at noodle.mx. Big thanks to the sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. Okay, if you don't want to be spoiled for Once Upon a Time, pause the recording now or leave now because we're about to share a couple minor spoilers, and we might do this a bit more as summer goes on and we get more spoilers as things come out. So, let's start this. First thing, uh, we are recording this on July 11th. Recording for Once Upon a Time starts next week, and the scripts are already out there with the cast. But today, Adam Horowitz, one of the writers and producers, tweeted a picture and i think this just shows how much that he loves us the listeners or of the the fans of once upon a time that adam tweeted out the cover page for season one or season two episode one and the title for that episode is simply broken which i'd like i'm wondering because we were thinking maybe it would pick up you know, three months after the season finale ended. But with Broken, it's interesting. It's like, I mean, obviously the curse is broken. Mm-hmm. So it's going to pick up right after. It still leaves all those questions open. Yeah. Yeah. Because Broken, I think when I tweeted this from one's podcast earlier today, someone tweeted back, like, giving this explanation of what they thought broken would mean something to do with like Regina's broken relationship with her son or, or all of this stuff. And I tweeted back and said, um, or it could maybe just be that the curse is now <laughs> broken. <laughs>
So I'm hoping that there's going to be like this war battle scene. It's going to start, start you right in. Um, everyone has their powers back. It's almost like, I don't know, everyone, no one expected it. So now that everyone has it, they don't know what to do. And they pretty much run for safety. Well, we know that the premiere will pick up right where the finale left off. We mentioned that in our oh, spoilers section last time. See, this hiatus is messing with my head. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, you, go ahead. Have you, have you already um, found out what some of the characters will be in season two? Yeah, we mentioned that uh, last time. Um, Belle is becoming a regular, and so is Red becoming a regular. Oh, no, I'm, I'm in... Like new characters. Oh, yes. There there are some things. It's not definite. It's just been kind of hints from people that uh, certain characters are out there to be cast. They're trying to look for people for these parts. Uh, Rapunzel is one of them. Um, uh, I can't remember what some of the others were. But I know Rapunzel was one. Uh, Mulan is another one. Aurora. Yeah. As mentioned in this tweet, Sleeping Beauty. Ariel, Aladdin, Jafar. Um, some of those I don't think are, I think in our chat room, they're just guessing. Okay. They're just, okay. Yeah, but. Uh, that was the tweet that the, I read that I was like, oh no, I might as well stay for spoilers now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we also got an email from Nikki along the lines and uh, Nikki shared a slight spoiler. So that's why I saved this for here. Nikki said, Jennifer Morris, who plays um, Emma said in an interview that a new love interest is coming in season two for interest for Emma who has yet to be cast. Oh. So it is not August. Hmm. Plus it would be creepy because they are like brother and sister. They're not really. <laughs> love He's the podcast. A puppet. She's a white daughter. <laughs> sounds like this beginning to, uh, don't stop believing. <laughs> Just a wooden boy <laughs> living in a... Stop now. <laughs> yeah, stop don't. now. Don't. Yeah, yeah, I'll stop. Don't worry. Um, so that's from Nikki. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out, Nikki. I had once heard a spoiler that August was going to be a love interest for Emma now that Sheriff Graham was gone. But that was season one. Sounds kind more of spoiler. like a prediction. But yeah, I thought it had come from the producers. Maybe they changed their minds, or maybe they just did. She cry didn't when see it as much. She thought he died. Yeah, but I think that's just because <laughs> she trusted him. She's allergic to pine. <laughs> why did you, Why did you have to be a pine puppet? Why couldn't you have been oak? <laughs> and we also got a message from Obi's girl that. Isn't really a spoiler, but addresses something that we've considered a spoiler. So that's why I saved this for the spoiler segment. Hello, Daniel One's podcast crew. This is Obi's Girl. So San Diego Comic-Con starts tomorrow, and filming for season two will also start very soon. I'm excited Emily DeRavin will be back full-time on Once Upon a Time as Belle. Makes my rumble heart so happy. <laughs> I just have... One small gripe. As much as I love Emily as Belle, I hate to see more last, Lost actors guest star once upon a time. I understand Adam and Eddie worked on Lost, but if too many actors guest star, once upon a time will just become a Lost reunion show set in fairy tale land. I mean, there are other great actors and actresses out there. Not all the actors from Lost have to guest star on once, do they? You know, 
it would be good to give others a chance, just saying. And um, I won't be able to join the podcast because I will be traveling by plane to Las Vegas. But I will have my Mac with me, so I'll try to download the podcast when I have the chance to. <laughs> she pats it. Anywho, <laughs> you guys rock. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Aubrey's girl, and have Thanks. a safe flight. Or I guess by the time you hear this, you've hopefully already had a safe flight. Yeah. I pat my Mac. Have fun at Comic-Con. She's not going to Comic Con. She's not. No. no, that's in San Diego. Uh, I don't know what she's going to Las yeah. Vegas for. Never mind. Yeah, I, I don't know why anybody goes to Buff- it, anyone if, goes to Las Vegas. If <laughs> anyone is hearing this and they're at Comic Con, please get some recordings for us. Especially if you can get any of the cast saying mm. anything like "Hi, I'm so and so," and you're listening to one's podcast. That'd or, be awesome. Or especially interviews with any of the cast or anything like that. Even well, if you thank could just you profusely, if you could just. Dial our voicemail number, 903-231-2221, and hand your phone to them. Trust us, you'll love it that they touch your phone. If you just hand your phone to them, then it would be great that they could just leave a short voicemail on our system, and that would be totally awesome. We'd love you for it. But anyway, uh, to Obese Girl's point, the thing about lost characters or actors being in Once Upon a Time, I think... It's it's not so much trying to be a lost crossover. Like in the beginning, you know, we were looking for all of these lost things. Hmm. The donkey wheel, the numbers, the hens here and there. Probably and the why missed and Red this. being the wolf. <laughs> yeah, it might have been. I think it'd be nice to see some fresh faces. But I think one of the reasons, well, studios just do this. They tend to reuse characters that they've used for other things. Characters or actors? Or actors, I'm sorry, actors. Because the actor often has an agreement with the studio, some kind of contract with the studio that they'll play in so many parts. Um, so they they do often reuse them. And the writers as well, if they've worked with one actor, they tend to visualize the actor in other roles too. And so they think, oh, I, I can see Emily De, Emily DeRaven playing this part or i can see so and so playing this part or the newest rumor is maybe hurley from lost uh hugo um i can't remember his last name but maybe or (laughs) that was his name in lost but uh i can't remember the guy that played hurley it's said that that he might appear in once upon a time and we've seen um alan dale uh jorge garcia thank you nat from our chat room uh, she remembered that. Yeah, Jorge Garcia might appear in Once Upon a Time. That's a little bit conjecture and rumor at this point. But um, I wonder who it would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. There, maybe, maybe it could be the Muffin Man. <laughs> or uh, wasn't there a king who um, ate a lot? And I hate to say that because, yeah, Jorge is a big guy. But uh, maybe He's, they've got... He's fun. Like, yeah. His acting style is really fun. I couldn't see him playing like a mean guy. He's always like the really nice, nice guy. That would be odd. That would be different. That would that be. That would be entertaining, actually. <laughs> Maybe some lost people would like that. But uh, yeah, I don't think they're intentionally trying to bring over lost characters. Because then again, some people might say, well, they're bringing characters from this uh, series or... Like, if you look at science fiction episodes, shows, they often, you see the same character 
in several different science fiction series <laughs> that get passed around a bit. Sorry, somebody in the chat room just said the Sultan. <laughs> you can play the Sultan. Yeah, that's a good idea. You need to be a little bit shorter, though. So some some good theories there, some good spoilers, and we are going to maybe start covering a few spoilers at the end of episodes like this, and this will become our pattern because we do not want to share spoilers in the episodes. And if you want a reminder on our spoiler policy, we have it on every page of the forums, as well as if you go to onespodcast.com slash spoilers, you can see what we define as a spoiler. So send us your questions, feedback, and more. Call 903-231-2221. Save that on speed dial if you're going to Comic-Con. Or email feedback at com, Or you can go to onespodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab. And show notes for this episode at onespodcast.com slash 44. Thank you for listening.